Street veteran Bernard Madoff has been arrested and charged with running a $50 billion Ponzi scheme. Congress wants to know what caused the Enron meltdown. Now, well, the collective rage currently is focused on Wilcom. Tyco CEO Dennis Koslowski was convicted of looting hundreds of millions of dollars. This is one of the biggest fraud cases ever. Their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. Find out more on this week's episode of White Collars, Red Hands. When we elect officials into office, we choose candidates that we feel are going to improve our government and provide us with the help we need. We often put false hope into these mere mortal humans and often expect them to radically change our government and its policies so that it will better serve the people. However, we have been shown time and time again that those who are in government can be shady and untrustworthy. Today's episode is no exception. Today, we focus our sights on Operation Lost Trust, the FBI investigation that is South Carolina's largest and longest running political scandal. What happened? Who's to blame? Who can we trust? The answer to that is you can trust no one. Find out how it all unfolded on today's episode of White Collars, Red Hands. I sometimes feel like the people that name the FBI operations are working harder than the detectives that investigate in the FBI operations. I think I would agree with that. Um, Like, they spend more time coming up with the names for operations than they do finding murderers. Oh, I'm I, sure. I guarantee it at this point. Yeah. Operation Lost. Also, this one is... It's a little on the nose, right, guys? Yeah, yeah. no, uh, this one is completely on the nose. It is spot on. Just uh, have a little bit more creativity. I know, right? Result while investigating political corruption, okay? FBI. FBI. Well, welcome to today's episode of White Collars, Red Hands. This is... I'm Kashan. And I'm Nina Kern. We are recording disgustingly early in the day for yeah, us. Yeah, we normally record at like 7 p.m. to 11.28 a.m. You're lucky I'm awake. I'm pounding coffee right now. Um, we both find out that we look much worse in the actual daylight. Oh, God, yeah. Um, we need artificial light. So sorry that you have to see us again mm. uh, at this awful uh, time in the morning. For those of you listening in audio medium, I'm wearing curlers and a gown. I'm in a moo-moo. Dude, I should get a moo-moo. And my tits are on my legs. Just on my nor- thighs. So, in other words, just a normal day for Nina, but I'm dressed differently. Yeah. <laughs> just another day in my world. It's just my world and you're living in it, Sean. Great. Mm-hmm. If it was your world, then they'd only serve mozzarella sticks. At so every I don't eat them that often. <laughs> oh, I just love this running joke. I said I like mozzarella sticks one time. And you constantly, you constantly get the fire for it from now on. That's how it works. I know. It's, it's <laughs> I can never live it down. So let's talk about Operation Lost Trust. I almost said Varsity Blues, but that was definitely the college admission scandal. Oh my god, <laughs> Varsity Blues. I'm pretty sure that's that one. I don't know. That sounds like it sounds like a drama like a teen drama so i don't blues. know i'm pretty sure that was it well anyway let's talk about today's story this one might end up being a little short like last week yeah that's all right. but it's all right 
The only good part about today's story is I do feel like there was some justice that happened. Hell yeah, you so, heard it here. Finally, that was, justice. Yeah, once in a while we have some justice, so that's good. Operation Lost Trust, like I said earlier, was South Carolina's largest and longest-running political scandal. The FBI investigation into the South Carolina General Assembly went from 1989 to 1999. Now, I will say that the majority of this all actually happened in the early 90s. But people, like, reappealed and stuff like that. And so that's why it stretched all the way to 99. Okay. Yeah. So uh, later when I'm giving dates and it's like none of that is 1999, that's why. So imagine all of the the events that go on in today's episode set to Mambo number five. A little bit of Monica (laughs) in my... Got it. I'm pretty sure it's circa mid-90s. Back to Operation Lost Trust. During this time, the swapping of money in exchange for votes was completely out of control. Lobbyists were running wild. There was a lot of greed and a lot of corruption that was going on in South Carolina at the time. So our story today, the like the key player in our story, his name is Ron Cobb. Um, it's like almost impossible to find anything about Ron Cobb. There's not even a Wikipedia page for this man. All right, I'm just going to imagine that he's a large ear of corn then. If you Google Ron Cobb, a cartoonist slash illustrator will come up. And that's not who we're talking about. Yeah, don't please don't send hate mail to this uh, this animator. Yeah, no, he didn't do anything wrong. Send hate mail to the real Ron Cobb. Yes. Find him first, though. Please. Please do <laughs> that. So... Anyway, a couple articles that I read about him said that after, like, when all of this stuff was going down, he ended up being put into a witness protection program for a time, and you'll find out why later. Oh, so that's why his pictures don't show up. I think so. I think so. But hiding him. But then, okay, sorry, spoiler alert. He does end up dying, we find out, and, like... I mean, cause Murder? Of, no. Ah, not Nothing that interesting. And ah, I actually couldn't find out how he died. But he was like 67, so like, I don't know. It's the normal 67-year-old Yeah, you die. Yeah. Every, doesn't everybody die by the time they're 67? So I mean, it is under the the usual U.S. life expectancy, but yeah, which is 70. Yeah, but not murdered. But then, like, he was using his real name in some interviews. So I, I don't know exactly, but I'm sure for a short period of time he was put in some kind of protection program because he ratted on a lot of people. What a rat. He was a rat. What a rat cob. He is a rat. So Ron Cobb was a a lobbyist and former member of the South Carolina House of Representatives. He was part of a group in Columbia, South Carolina, who drank, did drugs, and swapped favors and votes. So he was a regular politician. I'm about to say, yeah, that's that's just a politician. Yeah. And this little group, they called themselves the Fat Ugly Caucus. What, what a self-burn, like, uh, yeah, we're the fat, ugly, pieces of shit, stupid fuck party, actually. Here's $100, vote for us. If I was part of a political party and were to, like, make a degrading name for myself, I would be, like, the, the caucus suckers. Oh, my, the caucus suckers is actually pretty good. I thought you were going to say, like, the long titty, no nipple having, moo moo wearing party. I have nipples. Two of them. Maybe not. Yeah, I might have a third that I don't know about. Somewhere. Third nipples are incredibly common. You can't see it. It's tucked under the sag of one of the other ones. Oh, really? 
No, sometimes it pokes. What do you? What do you? I don't know. I'm making You're this making up. You, up. Did, you say this. <laughs> no. I know what I'm talking about. I just know a lot of people were like, "Oh yeah, I have a third nipple." I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." I've seen someone with one. They showed me. Was it they a always want form? to show you. Yeah, they always. They're yeah, really yeah. Everyone them, who has a third nipple always wants to show you. Yeah, it's weird that this comes up so often. Someone's like, I have a third nipple here. And I'm like, ah. Oh, don't, don't it's because it's like their only fun fact about themselves. Yeah, it's like someone who does CrossFit. It's oh, my God. the only thing yeah. they can talk or, about. Or, I have a third nipple. Or they're vegan. Ugh. Could you imagine a vegan who does CrossFit who has a third nipple? There's someone out there. Imagine how annoying that person is. They're the worst person to be around. But they're never a fully formed nipple. That's the thing. I'm like, that is a mole. And they're like, no, my doctor said it's a third nipple. How do you tell? Can you milk it? I don't know. You can't even milk my first two, so. Not yet. Not ever. Not yet. Don't put that on me. So, anyways, Fat Ugly Caucus. Um, Operation Lost Lost Trust actually was launched after Ron Cobb was arrested for trying to buy a kilo of cocaine. That's a lot of cocaine. Yeah, that sweet, sweet, sweet powdered sugar, the coca, the go-go powder. I don't know what other uh, slang there is. Booger sugar? Booger sugar. Uh, smack? No, is um, that heroin? Smack is heroin. I don't know. I don't do drugs. I you don't do drugs. By the, but this was like the early 80s, the late 80s, early 90s. Oh, so everyone's doing cocaine. Everybody was doing cocaine. It's normal. Yeah, they were just... Like, Everyone's mom is snorting a line before making breakfast in yes, the morning. It's just, it's just what it the world is. It was the norm. We had a co-worker whose ex-husband was a banker. Not going to say who, I'll tell you later. And she told me that like they would do coke on their lunch break all the time. Well, yeah, you got it. It's your, it's the 2 p.m. slump. <laughs> You know, the after lunch slump. You gotta, you gotta do a little bump. Keep productive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then you gotta keep doing it. But I do want to put this into reference. A kilogram is two point two oh five pounds. So that's a lot of freaking cocaine. Yeah, it's a lot. That's a lot of cocaine. Um, that was gonna be a hell of a party. A hell of a party. A fat ugly caucus. No, that was gonna be a fat ugly caucus. Had to throw a rager. I want to know how much that was. It's probably expensive. Money? I don't know. It's the 80s, so probably like two nickels. I don't probably know. two nickels. Yeah, I wasn't around. I'm just assuming. Well, in Goodfellas, he tells her that he, she just flushed $30,000 of cocaine when she pours it all into the toilet. Oh, I mean, maybe it, maybe it was like He's like, Karen, that was $30,000 of cocaine. And she's like, oh, I didn't know. That's she, that was not her accent. Hold what on. A great With rendition. These, <laughs> when I have these on, it's hard for me to hear myself. I can hear myself, but how, what is she saying? New York. She's like, oh, I didn't know. No, never mind. I give up. That was like, br- that, that was, was literally worse. It was literally I was like, worse. I didn't know. I'm sorry that I threw away your cocaine. <laughs> I tried to fix it and I oh. made it worse. But Goodfellas is a great movie. Check it out. Actor with professional acting credits, everybody. Shut up. Body. (laughs) Anyways, some articles I read did say that the FBI actually set up this cocaine deal in order to trap Cobb in order to secure him as a frontman for the investigation. So they were like, we know Cobb likes cocaine. Yep. All right. So here's what we're going to do. First. Coke Go down Cobb. to the evidence locker and get a kilo of Coke. 
And then just ask him if he wants it. It'll work fine. And then it did. Hey, do you want this? Oh, yeah, actually. I just found this kilo <laughs> of cocaine. Uh, you're going to have some splaining to do. This is how this ended up working. So they arrest Cobb. Cobb's like, yes, I will help you with this investigation to save my own ass. The FBI supplied Cobb with a boat located in Hilton Head Island, which is off the coast of um, South Carolina. Okay. And then they also got him an office in Atlanta with the intention that he would mislead lawmakers. He gets caught with coke and they give him a boat in an office? Yeah, because... Yeah. <laughs> Must be nice. Must be nice. Um, I've spent a lot of time in Hilton Head Island, actually. It's a very nice little place. We'd go there a lot during the summer when I was growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Hilton Head, I've seen that video. With Paris, she does no okay kid job. Oh my god! <laughs> so the FBI supplied Cobb with a boat off of Hilton Head Island and an office in Atlanta in order to mislead lawmakers. All right. So what he would do was he would pretend that he was re- representing the Alpha Group, which is a made-up group, and. The Alpha Group was supposed to be an organization that was pushing legalization for dog and horse racing. Cobb would then bribe lawmakers in order to support the bill. Now, there's a lot of anger surrounding this for obvious reasons, but a lot of people were upset with Cobb because he would handpick the people that he was bribing. And um, it was said that he would purposely leave out those who were close to him and people that he had bribed or given generous gifts to in the past. And a lot of people felt as though he was being unfair. Although, like, yeah, he probably was doing that, but I don't really think there's a fair scenario in this. Yeah, also, like, if everyone else he went to also did it for the most part, then we still caught people, right? Yeah. So what's the big deal? I don't know. They were just butthurt. They got in trouble is what I'm thinking. That's what I think. So when this would happen, when he would have these meetings with these people, Cobb would have a wire on him so that all the conversations between he he and the lawmakers were recorded. And then he also had a video camera in his office. So they were all being taped. Hot. Hot. Hoping, crossing his fingers, hoping for a Monica Lewinsky moment. Yeah, well, it turns out that his that his office is actually just like a small office building with one black leather couch in it. You know, hell yeah. If you know, you know. So this investigation went on for twenty eight months, and there was tapes of legislators shoving a hundred dollar bills in their pockets. So he would just like hand them money, and they would shove it in their pockets. A lot of the legislators claimed that the money was for campaign contribution, but why would you just give people $100 bills if you're contributing to their campaign? Also, I don't think that money went to went to a campaign. Absolutely not. They, went out, the to big, dinner, they went out to dinner right after the meeting, so they, they went to the strip bill. club. They did all kinds of shit with that money, and it was not... None of it was for campaign contributions. Oh my God. I don't believe that for a second. I this is gross. Like, this is exactly how our political system works. Oh, yeah. Is it can be bought so easily. Like, and they and will like, do anything and they'll just take your $100 bills you're handing them in cash. Like, that's so fucked up. Yeah. And, and it's also stupid because it's not like this was going to be a law that would actually benefit people. Yeah. Like, it was supposed to be for dog and horse racing. I'm like, fuck yeah. I don't care. Race, race horses. Give me $300. I'll vote for the bill. 
And that's what's crazy. And we're going to talk about it in a little bit. But, like, he wasn't giving people tons of money. There were people who got in trouble for $500. So it's like, you will sell out for $500? He got a boat. I know. You're only giving me 500 bucks? You got a boat, bitch. I know. Give me like a thousand well, bucks. Well, it wasn't least. his boat. Yeah, but they don't know that. I just think he has a boat. Give me a thousand bucks. You obviously, you obviously got the cash. Right. Well, how right. Much, how much do you want horses to race? How bad do you want those greyhounds to run? Oh, see, this is see, this is the problem. I would just play hardball. This is. That's why you're not a politician. Yeah. No, I'd be. That's why I know I'd be corrupt. So that's why I'm not a politician. Yeah, I get that vibe. You would try to do the right thing, and then you for would. a little bit, yeah, yeah, for a little bit, and then you would be swayed by the people, <laughs> bad people. That's what people do. That's why we have to keep them in line. In line. Keep that pimp hand strong. I don't know whose hand is the pimp hand. Slap not mine. Next time I see Nancy Pelosi, you're gonna hurt her. She's like forty. No, I'm. She's like eighty five. Her skin is made of paper. Her bones are made of glass, like that guy from SpongeBob. She would. She would be smashed to smithereens immediately. She. What's that called? Brittle bone syndrome? Yeah. I mean, it's not the same thing. She would explode into dust. Bye-bye, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> and then it'd be a windy day, so she'd blow back into my mouth. Like, oh, yeah. <coughs> so. Hot. So, in July of 1990, a grand jury subpoenaed the campaign finance records of all 170 members of the South Carolina General Assembly. I am very glad that was not my job to go all through, all through that. Wow, that didn't even make sense. Through all through that. I'm glad I'm not the one who had to do that because it wouldn't have gotten done. That's what I was trying to say. Investigators were looking for self-reported disclosures of the $30,000 that they gave out to tempt lawmakers. That's not that much money. Thirty grand. It's probably as much as the cocaine they gave him was worth. Yeah, exactly. If Goodfellas was accurate. Yeah, so let's do the math here. I didn't think about this earlier. So $30,000. Let's say everybody got money evenly. 170. It's only $176 per person. That's like a year of Amazon Prime. Yeah. Literally. Fuck you, Bezos. That used to be 50 bucks. Inflation. Well, you got student. You have student accounts, right? That's 50 bucks. Yeah. Well, it's always you, been like 100. I'm not a student anymore. Well, me either. Now they raise the price to like one, like 135 or something. Yeah. Yeah. I split it with my friend. We share an account. There's a lot of stuff included, though. Yeah. I, mean, I hate yeah. Jeff Bezos as much as the next anti-capitalist, but... Still have Amazon, and I still use it. Oh, it's here convenient. I am contributing to the problem. It is convenient. Sorry. That's the um, problem. We but, keep people poor. They have to use services like that. Yeah. Well, $30,000 doesn't seem like that much money to me to like give out to all those people. But some people pled guilty to taking less than $1,000. And I do think that's like, I know they claim that they only gave out $30,000, but I think that kind of like was lowballed personally. Because there was a couple of people who like claimed they got more than 1000 So I think the 30000 was like. Did they get the money back? Like, did they give out, or did they just, like, lose $30,000 for this investigation? I am not 100% sure on that. Hmm, that's interesting. I wonder if they get the money back and stuff like this. I highly doubt it, because they probably already spent it. Yeah, that's fair. But they might, I mean, if they convict someone, they probably... Yeah, they probably had to pay them back. They probably get money back even more so. You'd hope, but from what we found out, that doesn't always work out. Like, the mm-hmm. amount of money that people lose, they never have to pay back that, that amount of money. Right, so right. So we're just net losing money. Right. 
Exactly. Exactly. A lot of people were upset about this entire investigation because they did view it as a witch hunt, and then investigators were being pretty dramatic about the entire thing. That's what politicians say every time someone criticizes them. Every time. Oh, this is a witch hunt. It's like, no, you're subject to criticism. It's... It's kind of a point of your job. You need to be able to be criticized and stand up to criticism. Yeah, and while I was doing this, I was like, is it that big of a deal? They took less than $500, but then I've, like, kind of, I think I've changed my mind since we've started recording, because I'm just like, if you could be sold out for less than $500, like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's the principle of the thing. It's it's that democracy shouldn't be able to be bought for any amount of money. Right. And yeah, the fact that it was so low is like insulting. It is. Because like you can't even buy a car for what you're getting. I mean, even in 1990, I feel like $500 would not have gotten you. You can't buy a new car. Yeah. You're barely being able to buy the CD version of Mambo Number no. 5. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. You're not getting Britney Spears concert tickets. I don't think she was out yet. No. That would have been too early. Yeah, I don't think so. I think... Who was popular in 91? Both of us weren't born. I don't know. We both weren't born. You're right. Sorry to make everyone out there feel old. Most of our listeners are the same age as us, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I felt so old yesterday because I checked an ID, and it was my first 2000 ID. Oh, yeah. I was like, fuck, man. Yeah. They just keep getting younger and younger. I mean, just like, what was it? Matthew McConaughey in Days and Confused. Didn't see it. You know what I like about high school girls? I get older. They stay the same age. Gross. I hate that. You never seen that movie? No. Yeah. That's disgusting. Don't follow Matthew McConaughey in that. Yeah, he's not a good guy in that movie. Or in general, I think. I don't like Matthew McConaughey. Fuck Matthew McConaughey. He doesn't wear deodorant. Yeah, he's gross. I don't trust him. Smells bad. All right, all right, all right. dick, too. Five legislators were found guilty because they refused to disclose their payments, which was in violation of the Hobbs Act. Now, the Hobbs Act is a federal law that was put into place in 1946 that says that whoever in any way or degree obstructs, delays, or affects commerce or movement of any article or commodity in commerce by robbery or extortion or attempts or conspiracies to do so commits or threatens physical violence to any person or property in furtherance of a plan or purpose to do anything in violation of this section shall be fined under the title imprisoned not more than 20 years or both. What? <laughs> Don't hide your money is what it's saying. Um, the law also does covers blackmailing too. Oh. Can't blackmail people. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice we have a law that you can't blackmail people. Appreciate that. that. Thanks, Hobbit Act. Um, the... Sorry, there were tw- ended up being 27 convictions, and 17 General Assembly men- members were arrested for bribery, extortion, and drug use, and they all spent time in prison for this. And drug use. Yep. Man. Yeah, they were also... So, this was like... I. Th- so, this is a little bit of assumption from me, but I, from what I was reading was they were trying to crack down on the gu- gu- um, drug use that was being done in... The political offices, like just in general, which is fair politics, which is totally fair. Totally. It's so fair. it's so hypocritical that they're like in there doing a bunch of drugs and then still fighting the war on drugs. Right. And I was going to say, because the war on drugs was going on, I think that's why they slapped them with these drug use charges. Personally. Good. Good. If you're going to be the one supporting putting people in prison for an inordinate amount of time for doing what is essentially a victimless crime in drugs 
and you're also doing drugs yeah fuck you yeah no <laughs> i completely agree i think they should have been i think they should have gotten they in trouble got the for maximum it. sentence for drugs because they said it yeah no i honestly i agree i went away for 20 years or whatever it is for a class one narcotic in south carolina yeah no i agree i preaching to the choir <laughs> preaching to the choir <laughs> i agree with you i agree with you Cobb testified in every single case, which is kind of crazy. And only one person was found not guilty out Man. of all the all the cases, which is insane. Cobb got this on lock. He did. Um, Tim Wilkes was the only person who was found not guilty. Can't shuck the cob. <laughs> Can't shuck the cob. If I was a journalist around this time, that's my article title. Can't shuck the cob. And that's why you weren't one. That's what it was. It's a decent name. So, what came from all this? What was the point? Why did they do it? What did anything come of this? Yes, this investigation actually ended up leading to major reform in South Carolina's government. It influenced South Carolina's Ethics Reform Act of 1991. The Ethics Reform Act made it illegal for lobbyists to give a gift, including campaign contribution, to a current serving member of the government. Great. Yes. Good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Why was this not a thing before? Well, right. And it capped donations of lobbying firms. It also made entertaining lawmakers limited to only formal groups. So there was no more like buying vacations or anything like that. Because I don't know if you guys remember the Jack Abramoff episode, but there were a lot of lavish trips that were definitely going on with him and that yeah, whole scheme. A like, lot of golfing trips. To yeah, Scotland, a lot. I think was the biggest one he liked to do. Yeah, he loved to take people on golfing trips. And who, I mean, who doesn't love a good golfing trip? You know? I would, if someone told me I'm going to take you golfing, I would be like, why? If I don't someone want to go fucking golfing, like, I hear you and I understand that. But if someone was like, "I'm going to take you to Scotland to go golfing," yeah, we're going to fucking go to Scotland, and you're going to make me stay on a golf course. You can do other things too. Well, I hope so because the golfing is going to be the worst part of the trip. It's where golfing was invented. I don't care. That doesn't even get any more fun. You can eat haggis on the golf course. I've heard haggis is gross. Sort of like blended up fucking sheep organs but stuffed inside of a stomach. But you can't get it here. Mm. It's like the only food that's illegal in the United States. What about the French maggot cheese? Ha, gotcha. I didn't know about that. Gotcha. Okay, it's one of like the five things we're not allowed to bring back. All right, fine. French maggot cheese. Yeah, it's gross, dude. Isn't that what was under my boyfriend's foreskin? <laughs> that's gross. You're gross. I want to move on with my life. <laughs> please <laughs> please so according to this law it's even illegal to for a lobbyist to buy a lawmaker a cup of coffee but like what if you didn't know they were a lawmaker you know just you accidentally like, ran into a like, you're, you're like, just a rogue lobbyist you you see a person you're like how cute they're so cute. I'm going to buy this 80-year-old white man, because they're a lawmaker in the 90s, a cup of coffee. Maybe, what if you're maybe in he'll like, be interested. And then I, the fucking the FBI breaks it through the windows. This is still a law. And like tackles you and fucking puts the cuffs on. What if you're in the Starbucks line and they do that pay it forward bullshit and you're a lobbyist and the car behind you just 
happens to be a lawmaker. Yeah, I I don't know. I guess you're getting arrested. You start driving out of the Starbucks and a SWAT team arrives and fucking uses the jaws of life on your car to Fuck, rip man. you out. A little police brutality. They'll probably beat you with a nightstick a little bit. You know how it is. That's me getting beat with a nightstick. I'm joking. They don't beat lobbyists. They, they only beat uh, the disenfranchised. So. No, you're right. All right. So this investigation also led to the resurrecting of the North, or I'm sorry, of the South Carolina government in 1993. In South Carolina, the legislative branch actually holds a lot of control in the state, like, unproportionately so. Um, so, the governor's office is actually extremely weak, and for a long time, the governor the governor was actually kind of seen as a figurehead of the state, and had nothing to do with actual duties involving the state. Oh, like the queen. That's what I, yes, the governor was the queen of England, of South Carolina. Queen Elizabeth of South Carolina. Absolutely. But less badass, because Queen Elizabeth is admittedly pretty badass. What? She's also kind of a bitch. She's the queen. Yeah. She broke up her sister's love. She, her sister was in love with somebody, and she broke it up. Yeah, she also killed Princess Diana. But, she totally killed Princess Diana. But here Diana. we are. That's for a conspiracy theories episode. If Princess Diana never would have married Prince Charles, she'd still be alive. I firmly believe that. You heard it here. Oh, you my heard gosh, it here. Nina believes that Princess Diana's murder was actually a conspiracy by the British government. It wasn't. It wasn't a conspiracy. It, they just fucking did it. Okay. I will go on record. They can fight me. Okay. <laughs> Maybe if I'm lucky, they'll kill me. Well, All right. We live in and America. They don't care what we say. Yeah, that's true. They're like, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. Hey, is that your Goodfellas impression? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just happens to be the same accent. <laughs> Um, but after after Operation Lost Trust, the General Assembly elected to give the governor a third of its power. Great. So in South Carolina, the governor now has power over agencies involving imprisoned people, managed health care, and taxes. The General Assembly in South Carolina still elects judges, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, unfortunately, in the 90s, most of the lawmakers at the time were part of the Democratic Party. And this whole thing really weakened the Democratic Party. And this is when the Republican Party um, started to gain favor in the state. They flipped red. Well, it turns out that no matter if they're red or they're blue, politicians suck, suck. in general. So. They do. Yeah. Um. But what happened to Ron Cobb, the FBI informant? Well, he became an animator and a cartoonist. I'm joking. I'm joking. Please don't send hate mail to that guy. Ron Cobb did pass away in 2016 at the age of 67. According to Stephen Schmutz, who is Cobb's former attorney, 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 said that Cobb didn't see himself as a hero. Good, he's not a hero. I would agree he just, with you. He just did enough cocaine to have to flip on his friends. Yeah, yeah. That's not a hero. Cobb <laughs> recalls the period and says that he tries not to dwell on it or put much thought into it. So bury those feelings, Ron. Good good idea. I try to not Push think about anything bad that's ever happened to me, ever. Push those feelings down, Ron. Here's my thing. I don't think that Cobb would have... If I don't think that if he wouldn't have... Wow. If he wouldn't have gotten caught, I don't think he would have reformed his ways. 
No. No. These people never do. They never have like Yeah. They never have like a change of heart and they're like, no, you know what? No. What I'm doing is wrong. So like was it hard for him to like go through that process? Yeah, probably, but I he did it because he had to, not because he like out of the goodness of his heart. Yeah, he did it cuz he didn't want to go to, to prison jail. on federal drug possession charges. Right. Cuz it's not like you're not buying a little tiny like party-sized a little bit of cocaine for yourself. No. You're buying a brick. A, a two-pound brick, brick yeah, of cocaine. Literally. Where are you even going to put that? Talk yourself out of that one, Cobb. You can't. That's why he had to go along with everything. You can't get out of that. No, fuck no. It's insane. You got intent to sell, probably, at that point. It becomes trafficking, which is a much worse charge than just possession. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> So in conclusion, we can't trust the government. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That was a little bit extreme. We can't. Tr- we can't trust the government. Yeah, I know. I, how are you I, just kidding? This I'm is a very kidding. good example of why we can't. Yeah, trust no. The government. I was trying to be a little lighthearted at the end. We need to be able to. the The government needs to be more transparent about what it's doing. I agree. So that they can be checked by the people. Yes. You know, absolutely. They have too much power over themselves. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree with you on that. They do whatever the fuck they want. Like literally whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Today's episode is a rarity in the way that almost everyone got what was coming to them. Too often we see the snakes and perpetrators of crime go free while others suffer behind the scenes. Operation Lost Trust was just that. A loss of trust between the people and their elected officials. However, justice was at least served a little bit, and laws were put into motion to protect the state to ever succumbing to immense greed again. And that's why it never, ever happened after this. We'll just go ahead and live in that fantasy land for a little bit. Yeah. Never again. No politician ever got bought by a lobbyist. Ever again. Never. It's not rampant right now. Absolutely not. Oh, my God, no. Of course not. Uh-uh. Well, thank you so much for listening to us. Um, our third episode of season seven. It's crazy. We're at uh, a very a very nice 69 episodes, but this will be the 70th. So. Aww. If you want to support us, you can do that by leaving a rating on either um, Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Our analytics do show that most of our listeners do come from Apple Podcasts, so we would really appreciate for you to like us on there and give us a rating. Um, and also on Spotify because now they just introduced ratings on Spotify for uh, podcasts. So give, that would really help us out if you went over there, gave us a little rating. We love five-star ratings, but of course, if you have constructive criticism, we want to hear it. Plus, uh, uh, Spotify is where our videos are now hosted. Oh, uh, yeah. The only place besides the YouTube channel where you can see our videos uh, hosted. So go ahead and go there. Also, we have 75 reviews right now on iTunes. Love to see that at 100. A nice round century mark of reviews would be great. So so if you have been listening to us for a while, this is your first time, doesn't matter. You like what you hear, please go on there and at least leave us a rating. Get us to give us to 100 ratings. We would love that. Yeah. Um, 
if you, you want another way to support us, um, a way to do that is by following us on social media. We are on Facebook.com slash White Collars Red Hands, Twitter at White Collars Pod, Instagram at White Collars underscore Red Hands. We also have a website, www.WhiteCollarsRedHands.com. On that website, you can not only listen to our episodes, but you can support us in an unfree way by going and buying merch. We have a little merch tab. It'll take you right to Tee Public. You can get your t-shirts. You can get your sweaters. You can get your coffee mugs. All of the above for the special someone in your life. Mother's Day is coming up. So what would mom not want more than a white haulers red hands mug? The special someone can also be yourself. Yeah. If you hate your mom, buy yourself a Mother's Day present. Yeah, fuck your mom. Yeah, I did last night. Your own mom? No, your mom. That must have been awkward. It wasn't. With the wheelchair and everything. It made it so much more fun. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to call her and tell her you said that. It's underrated, is all I'm saying. It's underrated. All right, so anyways, um, we're also on YouTube on Entertainment Buffet's channel. That's another way to support us. Um, uh, send your suggestions or reach out to us at white oh, yeah. redhands at gmail.com. Yeah, that too. Uh, you could also contact us using our Contact Us uh, page on our website, whitecollarsredhands.com. Com. Uh, you can also check out our merch straight through there. We'll check out the merch button up at the top right. Uh, yeah, we've actually gotten a couple of messages through that web portal recently. Yes. So, yes. thank you. It's an easy way to do it. Um, yeah, I think th- I think that's it. Mm-hmm. And tell a friend also. Tell a friend oh yeah, it. the be- honestly, the best way to get word out is word of mouth. Yeah. So we would love that. Just tell somebody you like it. Tell them to check it out. There, everyone is constantly looking for podcast recommendations. So just go around screaming white collars, red hands. Available hear on Spotify. Ye, hear ye, white collars, red hands for your listening needs. Nice. Nice town crier. That's his name. <laughs> I was like, am I a porter? I forget what it's called. Not a porter. I couldn't remember. Town crier. All right, that's it. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time on another episode of White Collars, Red, red Hands. hands.